Hello, family and friends. I'm excited here for day two with my good friend Ray Bench out of Midland, Michigan, and founder and president of Many Waters International Ministries. And Ray, thank you so much again for being here. My pleasure. I know every time I'm nearby you, I want to see if I can get you on my podcast because it just blesses <laughs> me. And, and one of the reasons that we were talking offline, Ray, and I'm going to read Revelations 3.16 for our listeners. And it says, and this is in the red letters that, that still matter, folks. So then, because you are lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will vomit you out of my mouth. And Ray, you've never been lukewarm since I've met you about the Lord. <laughs> nope. and that, that inspires me. I like being around people on fire for God. Amen. My favorite topic is Jesus. You know, I, I love sports and I played yeah. sports. I, I was never crazy enough, I have to say, to play rugby. <laughs> I played a, a, something like that called football that had some rules. But I understand that rugby doesn't and seem protection. to have any, any rules whatsoever, right? But, but praise God, I did almost all the other sports. But I love sports, but those things are so insignificant compared to Jesus. Amen. And, you know, we're in this mist of time, Ray, as you very well know. And James says it's like a mist, like a vapor. And then our life is over. Yes, it is. And then we're going to be in eternity in one of two places. That's it, forever. And praise God, I'm choosing heaven. Amen. And I'm going to stick there till the end. Amen. I know some people think that you can't change your mind, but you surely can. Amen. Because I know God won't Before leave Before you. you die. Yeah, come <laughs> on. So praise God, we're going to stick with Jesus. Well, Ray, if you would just pick up uh, kind of where you left off yesterday, whatever God's got on your heart to talk about, and we'll get into day two here. You know, a lot of people avoid the book of Revelations, Brother Greg, because it, it's a vision that the great apostle John had. The Lord showed him many things, and a lot of things we don't all understand, and I think that's okay, but you just keep reading it, yeah. you know, and then over time you let the Lord and, and other verses begin to bring you understanding of things. But you know, for the listeners, the verse that he read earlier about being luke, lukewarm, so warning from Jesus Christ about Christians that were not as active in their Christianity as what they were initially or as what God had intended for them to be. With their mind, they felt like they were Christians. I believe that. I That's what I endorse. That's what I think. But there was no active use of their Christianity. They weren't coming to church. They weren't in their scriptures. They weren't actively serving God. And they had become lukewarm. Lukewarm is just basically room temperature. You're not, if you take cold things out of the refrigerator freezer, they warm up. If you take hot things off the stove, they cool down. You become just like the environment. That's in essence, lukewarm is probably the easiest way to say it. Mm -hmm. If you've become just like society, Jesus considers that lukewarm. It doesn't mean that you can't, you know, hold a job and come and go and, and be what we would call maybe a normal person. Yeah. But if your beliefs are just like societies, you don't believe the Bible, you just, you're like everything else around you, then that's a warning to you that to Jesus, that's not okay. He says, I'd rather you were hot or cold, meaning if you were a hot for God Christian, that would be great. If you're cold, at least you realize you need to repent. But when you're lukewarm, you're just kind of in the middle thinking you're okay, but you're really not. Mm -hmm. And it might be okay with all your friends, and it might be okay with you as an individual. The problem is it's not okay with God. Mm -hmm. That's the problem. Yeah. You know, we talk about different things in our society as though we have a right to change the original blueprint God set up. 
marriage is a big topic today. Marriage was God's idea, was initiated in the Garden of Eden. It was endorsed in the New Testament by Jesus Christ. Man and woman, and that's it. Yep. Now, I can't come into your house and start rearranging your home the way I want it to be when I get there. That would anger you. You can't come into my home and change things around. And neither of us can go into God's house and say, we don't like the way God wrote this. We don't want, you know, what God set up. God, my pastor, Dr. Mark Barkley, has a great statement. You don't serve God the way you want to. You serve God the way he says to. Yeah. That's it. Come on. And, you know, if we're going to really be the Christians we say that we are, then we have to follow the rules or the scriptures the way that God told us to. Now, through study of the scriptures, we get better understanding. Yep. In the New Testament, we don't have the requirements that they had of the Old Testament, what we call the ceremonial law. We don't kill bulls and rams anymore. That, those days are over. <laughs> I always tease those would be hard to get in the minivan and take to church. Amen. <laughs> so thank God those days are over. Amen. But there was a sacrifice, and that was Jesus Christ. And many of these things were type and shadows. And as you study them out, they were types and shadows as a term the Bible uses. Perhaps we could say pictures or drawings of how a spiritual truth worked, that the sacrificial lamb at the Passover to get out of Egypt that was done, that was a picture of Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God. And if you'll study that, you'll get an understanding of how that all worked. And so, yes, there was adjustments from the Old Testament to the New. It's not forbidden anymore not to eat shrimp, not to eat lobster. Amen. You can have pork. Thank God. I'm, mm-hmm. I feel bad for the Old Testament saints. No ribs. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's a rough <laughs> sentence. <Amen. laughs> Thank God we get you. Yes. And, and so, you know, yes, there have been some adjustments from the Old Testament to the New. But the Ten Commandments didn't get adjusted. Come on. Holiness didn't get adjusted. No. Right and wrong, didn't, lying didn't get adjusted. Yep. Stealing didn't get adjusted. Yep. All of these different truths that were established, integrity, lying, you know, as our society has downgraded, we've left these simple truths. Honestly, if you think about it, Brother Gray, you could almost empty the prisons on the Ten Commandments. Yeah. If nobody stole anything, mm-hmm. nobody lied, there was never any, you know, adultery or other sexual sins, mm-hmm. right? In other yeah. words, molestations and abusing or rapes or these kinds of things if you found your spouse and you stayed with them husband wife male female one and you stayed with them all of your days how much bitterness would leave this earth Mm -hmm. how many hurt children would feel so much better having their mom and dad if they were living right understand there's been abuses Mm -hmm. all the way around but my point is imagine if we all followed the scriptures right you wouldn't need a lock on any door Yep. You wouldn't need keys to your car. You wouldn't have to wonder where your children are at any or what's on their phone or what's on the television. If we would just obey the simple scriptures. Yeah. How much better our life would be and that's the way God intended for it to be. So when we start talking about the book of Revelations hot or cold what we're really saying is is let's just live a Christian life. If we're going to call ourselves Christians, which I pray we do, let's live like it. Amen. Yep. And Amen. let's help as many people as we can. Praise God. You know, I was thinking about Revelations 3, 5 says, He who overcomes shall be clothed in white garments, 
And of course, they will not get our name blotted out of the book of life. And later in that verse, it says, and this is Jesus. I will confess his name before my father and before his angels. That's what we all want, right? Amen. And those of you that maybe feel like, you know, you're, you're being beat up, we're not. But Jesus said in 19, as many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Therefore, be zealous and repent. Amen. You know, there's so much in church now, Ray, where people want to have this relationship with God without repenting. Right. And, when, you know, John the Baptist went about saying, repent, right? <laughs> and, and Jesus, you know, that's, that's one of the right. first things he said is repent sure. and then follow him, right? So, amen. Well, if you would pray for our listeners, we'll get on to the next day here shortly. You know, a- amen, I will. But I'll I tell you what, too, you know, that repentance, that's like the door to freedom. Amen. Right? If you've been stuck in alcoholism or abuse or any, any other kind of thing in life that's got you, you can't break free. Repentance is like grabbing the door handle yep. saying, God, I want out of this. Come on. So repentance is a wonderful thing. Yes. Let's all pray, everybody. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your son, our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that you came not only to die on the cross, but to come to us and to give us this new life. I pray, Lord, for any person that's hearing our voice, if they need to repent, if they need to apologize, if husbands need to go back to their wives or vice versa to their children, may they turn their hearts back to those to those duties and those around them, Lord, and, and love them and help their children and to be good spouses and to care for one another the way you taught us in your holy word. We give you praise and glory for it, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you, Ray. And again, you can contact Ray at his ministry at raybench.com, R-A-Y-B-E-N-S-C-H.com. And looking forward to tomorrow. And folks, you can contact our ministry at celebratejesusministry at gmail.com. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.